The Protectors of the Wood episode series, episode number 40, The Long Road. Sarah and Amy departed immediately after the meeting, saying they would grab a sandwich in the student center and eat with the organizers of tomorrow's gathering. Sarah told them, Sorry to insist on that word, gathering, but a street demonstration and protest would be a disaster for us. We're doing all we can to debate policy, backed up by a well-behaved crowd. We need the right kind of media attention. Amy pulled on her sleeve. Come on, they'll be finished before we get there. And they were gone. Yuvia, Phoebe, Abby, and Henry Timms took a table together in the luxury of the faculty dining room. Abby noticed a print of Alex's The Ark, big and red, standing out on the clean white wall. I didn't expect to see one of those here. This place is so formal. They looked up at the picture, the only artwork in the dining room. Abby was thinking, Looks almost like graffiti popping up all over the place, not even framed, just pinned to the wall. Henry told them, Yeah, I'm surprised no one has taken it down. I'm sure no one has permission to put it there. But no one will just take it down and throw it away. Somebody might steal it, and then another will take its place. Abby looked at Henry. I can't wait to see this gallery. How do we find it? Henry presented himself as their guide for the evening and said they should hurry through dinner. And so, 40 minutes later, Yuvia, Phoebe, Abby, and Henry Timms were walking past the college dormitories toward a building known as the AD, short for Art Department. We're just in time. The gallery closes at nine. He led them through the glass door of a modern, very wide, two-story building with enormous windows. A few students were talking in the lobby. Uh, It's got nothing to do with modern art. It's some kind of weird throwback. I don't even know why they're giving it any attention. Another voice retorted. It gets attention because it's relevant. He raises conflicts, gender, climate change, poverty, sex, religion. Yeah, you see all that? I don't. And he can't even draw. People just buy it because it's cheap. Henry led them into a clean white room with a polished hardwood floor, immaculate white walls, and a 10-foot ceiling with track lighting. Abby counted 14 prints on thick off-white paper, held on the walls at eye level with pushpins. They were all deep red or brown. A few were fairly small, but the majority were pictures about two feet by three feet printed on wide sheets of paper. At the far end, a tapestry hung showing an abstract female figure on a wavy background that reminded Abby of small prehistoric rock sculptures she had seen in some book in high school. Abstract symbols appeared across the upper 12 inches. On another wall, she was not surprised to see the red print of Noah's Ark. A dragon or snake ran across the top of the design, turned downward at the corner, and became a head 
vomiting the flood covering the bottom of the picture. An identical dragon appeared in the next, even larger print. But there it was spitting fire all over what looked like the skyline of River City. Figures were fleeing the nightmare. Yuvia asked, Well, what do you think? They look like visions. Abby was murmuring, still staring. Are these really by the Alex we used to know? Yuvia looked around. Don't see him, but he definitely invited us. Look at this little design where the signature usually goes. I've seen that before. Have you? I've seen it in prints and weaving by Alex, but I can't think of anywhere else. Well, I have. I want one of these prints. Taking his role as their host seriously, Henry had not deserted them. He stood nearby talking to a woman behind a long table covered with prints. They joined him there and studied the artwork and the prices. The prints were very cheap as art prices go, at 10 to $40 each. The woman in charge announced, Just five more minutes. If you want to print, now is the time. She was making sales to a small line of visitors. Abby actually had money in her pocket and wanted a very small brown print with four shapes side by side. The first might have been a tall and jagged piece of rock. The second was a naked man with his hands and head in a position of prayer. The third was a thick tree with a bird on the upper branch overlooking the man. And the fourth was made of three thick wavy lines that reminded Abby of water. There was something so pleading and vulnerable about the man that Abby's heart went out to him. The print seemed to depict a beautiful but scary world. The woman at the table asked, Would you like to buy it? Not now. I don't want to fold it. I'll put it in a little tube for you. Just ten dollars. Phoebe was standing near the door and called, Abby! Alex has gone home. Henry will take us. Abby quickly pulled out $10 and tucked the tube into her backpack. Do you know the artist? Abby was about to run out the door to catch up with her friends, but could not resist the question. I haven't seen him in many years. How's he doing? I'm amazed I can afford something here. He sells a lot, though. I'm Olivia. I'm Abby. Sorry, gotta run. My friends are leaving. She turned her back when Olivia shouted after her. You're the Abby from Middletown? Just here for tomorrow's event. Gotta run. And she was out the door. Henry, Phoebe, and Yuvia were waiting in the lobby. You bought one of those? Let's see it. Just $10. I couldn't resist. She pulled the 8 by 6 inch print out of the tube and displayed it. Henry told them, Yeah, I've seen those around too. It's kind of a fad around here. Different than what you usually see. Phoebe asked Yuvia. So, what's this guy like? He's nice, but kind of obsessed with his artwork. But it looks like he's selling some now. And that will ease him up a bit. When Diego and I took him and his sister back to Rivergate last year, he hardly opened his mouth. 
He just stared around and drew on a sketch pad. He was kind of a loner then, but has friends now. He's part of this group of activists. Hey, I know where we are. Henry, I've got it from here. Henry replied, Great to meet you all. You know, before you go, I just want to tell you how glad I am that Ricardo has included me in this project. I'll be teaming up with Sarah to visit Middletown next week, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Keep your fingers crossed, and let's hope for a good event. He held up a V sign and headed back toward the college. Phoebe turned and caught a glimpse of Abby's face in the faint light. Hey, Abby, you never mentioned all this fascinating stuff. I had no idea. Yeah, but remember, I haven't seen him in years. Yuvia added, Isaiah and Ishmael know him too. In fact, the whole band might be staying with Alex. They were walking along a wandering pathway bordered by thin metal posts, holding chains apparently set up to keep people off the lawn. Sculpted columns held lights throwing shadows across their path. Large stone buildings with arches and Gothic decorations appeared across the lawn. Tall oak and maple trees obscured the view ahead. A thin curved moon like a boat sailed slowly across the sky. The campus was quiet, with murmuring voices and music in the background. A wide arch appeared ahead of them, and then a short tunnel led off the campus to a narrow street lined with a row of very old brick houses. Yuvia stopped at one of these small one-family dwellings, about five yards wide and two stories high. After a tiny front yard, three windows glowed in the night, one near the door and two above. Well, there are people here at least. Of course, it's a big deal that we're visiting. They're waiting for us. How do you know? Abby sensed that Yuvia knew a lot more about this situation than she had let on. <laughs> We're better organized than you think. We obey the phone rules, but Sharon brings messages back and forth. And I'm here often these days. She knocked on the door and knocked again. An acoustic guitar and voice suddenly stopped. Yeah? Who is it? It's me, Isaiah. Yuvia. The door opened. Isaiah and Yuvia embraced. Abby glanced around at the mess in the small multi-purpose room. There were pizza boxes on the floor, two open duffel bags with loose clothing, a sleeping bag, books, two guitars and a drum set, and prints all over the walls. Isaiah pushed some books on the couch onto the floor and moved a couple of folding chairs. Please, have a seat. Yuvia, Abby, Phoebe, sorry for the chaos here, and sorry to be the only one to welcome you. The others should be back sometime. It's hard to say. There's a lot going on. Isaiah raised a hand as if to dismiss the whole subject. Yuvia asked, What about Alex? I thought he was at the gallery. Um, we were just there. In fact, we were supposed to meet him there. 
Welcome to Evansville College. Abby was thinking... There's something sad in his eyes. You don't look too happy. Is there anything we can do? Isaiah shrugged. Abby looked at Yuvia, who was speechless and seemed shocked. Clearly, she had not expected this reception. Abby decided to pursue Isaiah and get him to open up. I heard that song through the door. I still hear it in my head. What song is that? Oh, just something I've been working on. I think it's finished. Let's hear it. I'm bad at playing guitar. I won't do it justice. Through the door it sounded, well, powerful. I'm really interested. Abby handed him a guitar. She was thinking, I'm depressed, lonely, but more than I thought. Isaiah played a few chords and hummed a melody. Not a fast rhythm, but not slow either. A very solemn tune. He began to sing. Take me up on a long road Where the heavens open wide I want to tell you just how much we care Can't you hear us when we cry? Do you Where I lie 
The song was over. There was a moment of silence. Yuvia murmured. Wow. Abby said. Definitely powerful. There was silence again. Finally, Yuvia said. It's about you, right? We're your friends. Come on, let us in. What's up? Thanks for listening. Episode number 41 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please visit our website at www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, please visit us at Protectors of the Wood Book Series. Time has flown by like the wind in the trees. Who knows where it comes from, where it's going, you can't see. When you were a child, it seems like yesterday. The years have gone by like an afternoon at play. How do I long for your glowing face? Like a love that I have lost. Please give me Before I'm torn apart, I'm just one of many.